Hey out there in our early education world, it's the two pushy dames coming at you. Yes, and this podcast is appropriate for the holiday that's coming up. We're talking turkey. Yeah, we want you to quit cold turkey. Oh yeah, cold turkey. Yeah. So we are we're going to talk about we're going to talk about um turkeys and how we see so many turkeys that are, you know, those product-based turkeys all over classrooms all over the United States. Yes. Not activities and certainly not art. They're crafts or we might say craps yes. by accident. And it's when the teacher cuts everything out and the kid puts stuff together. And one of the things we hear over and over is teachers saying, oh, but I let them put the feathers wherever they want to. Or I let them put, I the, let them eyes put the eyes where they want, where they want to. Yeah, to. But guess what? I don't, if you can tell me what kids are learning from doing that activity, please do. You know, just send us a message and say, this is what they're send learning. Send me in a message. <laughs> I have enough messages in my inbox yeah, right now. Tell us how you think they're <laughs> learning. Because honestly, there's a million ways for them to learn those skills in a better way than to be gluing your cutout craps that you put on the table so be thinking about that so we want you to focus on the process not the product and quite frankly holidays shouldn't be running your curriculum but we know that that happens and we know that parents sometimes have expectations so at some point during this podcast we're going to give you some ideas of what you can do instead so that parents will think that you're doing thanksgiving when really you're doing open-ended process art for kids that makes them feel less stress and angst anxiety around the holiday time yeah and we really want you to think about the whole process versus product you know process is so much more important children are learning so much more from it it's you know child initiated because they're doing what they want not what the teacher wants them to do but let's not forget about the fact that why i just don't get this kathy why do teachers hype up the holidays so much in their classroom or the week before the holiday, no matter what holiday, I don't care if it's 4th of July, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Why do teachers so get so into the holiday when all it does is rev up the kids and yep. you see behaviors off the wall? Why would you do that? Yeah, you really want to create a calm place for kids. Kids rely on their early childhood program and their teachers to be a kind and, and gentle place for them, a place where they're happy and have fun and not a place that causes stress. I know for sure I wouldn't be giving kids uh, sugary candy on Halloween or Valentine's Day or any of those things. And it just does kind of rev them up. And, and they see see it all around you know if you go to CVS right now it's November it's all Christmas already right and Valentine's will be up before the Christmas stuff comes down you know the only reason you should go to the store around holiday time is to get that 75% off Hershey kiss candy for your own candy dish <laughs> that's, that's right. what I would do yeah and and I just I just don't get why teachers jump into the whole um, you know the whole idea of just jacking up these holidays don't do it let children do activities that are calming let them do activities that are going to be sensory driven let them do activities that make them feel good about themselves why are we stressing kids out and why are we giving them our cutout crap to do when we should be having them do things that are soothing and calming to them yep Anyway, you're absolutely right. But it drives me crazy. As I mean, I can wear the old bad teacher hat because I was a teacher who came out of college with a four-year degree in early ed, and I didn't have a freaking clue what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't know about positive def- uh, guidance. I didn't know how to handle kids that might be disruptive. I had no idea about really good curriculum. I could type up a 
beautiful lesson plan, but it did me no good in the real world of what's best for kids. So I had to relearn a lot of things. So I did a lot of those holiday things when I first started teaching, and it was easier. I had a beautiful big giant box that started mm-hmm. in September with apples, and then October was pumpkins, and November was turkeys <laughs> and December was like oh my god December was awesome and January in the northeast was mittens yep. February's Valentine's Day March is shamrocks which is so ridiculous because mm-hmm. really you know you should be just, like drinking green beer and having fun on St. Patty's <laughs> Day kids have no knowledge of what any of that means but anyway I digress but Thanksgiving is not a time that a child is going to say, I'd like to trace my hand and curl the fingers after I cut it out, even though I don't know how to cut that well yet, and glue it on with some eyes and have that look like a turkey. No. Because they don't no. do that. Yeah. Older kids do that because they've learned that from us. They've learned that from adults to to draw a little gizzard thing on their thumb, you know, and have it yeah. dangle down. You, <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. But that's what children do when they're older. That's what children do, school-age children. And exactly. they like to follow those directions. They like to have something that looks like the teachers, yep. you know, yep. those kinds of things. And again, we said, we've said we said it a million times, if you want to do that kind of stuff, become a Cub Scout or a Girl Scout leader because that's with what you do. Yeah, yeah, with, with older kids. Yeah, with older kids. That's what you should do. Or volunteer someplace, do a Sunday school for older kids where they can do some things like that. You know, it's just when you when you think back on your child development knowledge and, and the way children learn, Piaget was very clear that children need real relevant objects to learn about the world around them. And a paper bag turkey that some teacher stuffed and let the kid glue the, the cut out feathers on the back or a handprint turkey is not a real relevant turkey. I have I live in Lynn and if you're a northeast person you know it's a big city. Lynn Lynn City of Sin, everybody knows about it. <laughs> I have turkeys in my neighborhood all the time. Yeah. So if I have turkeys in my, you know, city neighborhood in Lynn, I know that kids know what real turkeys look like. Right. And real turkeys look nothing like your hand. Yeah. And try and show children not just those cartoony kind of looking turkeys at this time of the year. Show them real turkeys. Exactly. Go on a turkey hunt. Go for a walk and see if anyone can find a turkey. I mean, these are the things that are important. They'll have conversations about how they did see turkeys or the turkeys were in their backyard or, you know, any of those kinds of things. Oh, the turkeys wouldn't let their mother out of the car that <laughs> yeah. day in front of the house. Yeah. yeah. Or we could stop in the middle of the street so they could cross so exactly those kinds of things but but think about other things you can do so let's think about some other things so you know that the indian corn that you can get and i hate that they call it oh by the way speaking of (laughs) indians yeah if um native american in native american people indigenous would people, yeah. indigenous people thank you leanne for the correct, the <laughs> I'll, correct I'll, word. I'll correct you <laughs> they would not be celebrating thanksgiving no they there were massacres on thanksgiving mm-hmm. um you know not at all would this be a holiday that all people are happy about so f- take the focus off of that stuff put the focus on family coming together family eating together mm-hmm. cooking being thankful being thankful you know who's in your family yep ask children who they're thankful for what they're thankful for let them start to think about those things exactly this is the time that we want children to start to recognize empathy and the people that they love and yep. care about that's more important to them than a paper bag turkey and you could do a great language experience chart with the kids and you know Johnny is thankful for right his Legos Mary is thankful for whatever you and know Manu Leanne is thankful for M&Ms but yeah. well that's good I'm <laughs> yeah. thankful for wine <laughs> <laughs> particularly the red variety. Yeah. But anyway, um, but 
think of that um, dried corn or even a real ear of corn. And I know some programs don't use food as art, and I respect that and understand that. So think within your own program but philosophy. But there's decorative art. But if you, I yeah, mean, a corn decorative that corn. you can use art for. So if you get it, some of the decorative corn, number one, you can put it in your sensory table with some tweezers and some magnifying glasses and some things for kids to dissect it and pick it apart. You can also roll it in paint, and it's a great experience to just roll the corn mm-hmm. back and forth for the kids. Another great thing for your sensory table, those big heads of dried sunflowers this yep. time of year. They're all dried hydrangeas, yep. all those things. Put them in your um, in your sensory table. Yeah, I, I love the whole idea of paint and using different materials to paint with. And I think that um, a potato masher is an, a fabulous thing to paint with. It makes such great designs. And if you can get a couple of different ones, they're going to see different types of designs on their paper with the paint. So cool. And Find they're going to see like one of their parents or grandparents in the kitchen smashing the potatoes, you know, yeah. and, and whipping and them up like that. And that's their learning connection right there. Any the, kind of kitchen utensil would be yeah. great this time. Or any cooking activity. Cook with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, I remember my mother always made pies. I don't know if people still make Mm -hmm. pies, but I'm old and, you know, my mother made pies. Pie is good. (laughs) And, you know, why not put out flour and put out dough or or Play-Doh? Don't even color your Play-Doh. Just have regular dough and let them utilize the dough as a sensory experience. If anyone has ever been to Bertucci's with kids, I know when my kids were little, they loved playing with the dough that they were given. It was just a a ball of dough and they loved it. But again, some of the things you can do are paint with feathers. Give them feathers to paint with. They can talk about feathers and look at the different feathers. And if you could find a turkey feather, even better. That would be great. That would be fun. Yep. You already said, like, go for neighborhood walks for turkeys. But you could also collect acorns and leaves and any kind of fall things. You know, it can be a fall thing. Maybe kids can help de- decorate things with real leaves. Or you might want to, if some of your programs I know do Thanksgiving dinner or meals for the mm-hmm. families to come in, let the kids do the decorations from what they find outside, not from something that you had them cut out of construction paper or that you did yourself. Yeah, a wonderful, another activity that's so much fun for kids to do is the stone soup story and have each child bring in a carrot or a potato just one vegetable and then they bring it all together they make their stone soup and then they eat it and that is an awesome experience for them for them all collaborating bringing in together sharing and I mean what what a great social skill right there they're learning yep and if you don't know what stone soup is it's a classic (laughs) so go back and look it up but you can find the book or probably even the recording of it Mm -hmm. and it's wonderful it never gets old it's never out dated you know how about turkey basters too put oh, them in fine. your water table mm-hmm. bring them outside like let kids work with turkey basters water down some paint and it would be you have to be brave and, and cover things up but let them squirt some of the paint across big mural sized paper that would be awesome yeah, there there really are so many things you can do, but you have to kind of think outside the box sometimes. And again, loose parts, you know, the napkin rings are fun to put out for them. Um, make your dramatic play area a grocery store this week because many of the children will be going to the grocery store. So, yep. you know, tr- yep. transform your areas. And toddlers, if you work with toddlers, they love bags. Bring oh. shopping bags in for them to go around and shop and put things in. You know, one of the things I did years ago, and it was awesome, but we were doing it for more of an excavation kind of our um, activity I took bones from my meal. I did that too. And, did you? Yeah. Did you Isn't see? That funny? Freaking great sandbox. minds. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. I bleached uh-huh. them. I actually bleached them and boiled everything off so they didn't have chunks Little of slime. like slime yeah, or meat or grandma's teeth hanging off of them, you know? <laughs> um, but I bleached the bones up and brought them in and I hid them out in the sandbox. The sand, you know, the, the play yard was all sand. And then sent the kids out with paintbrushes and things to go excavating. Yeah. And we used the big words and we talked about being 
being an, on an archaeological hunt. But you could be looking, hunting for turkey bones, you yeah. know, and let's see if we have any leftover turkey bones or find the wishbone. Right, because that is a connection kids make. Because exactly. on Thanksgiving Day, when someone's taking the meat off the turkey or the chicken, there's bones and they see them and they get it. So that's what we're trying to do is make connections for kids. To and real relevant yeah, things. A paper, a paper plate turkey or a paper bag turkey there there's not much of a connection there so your goal as a teacher as an early childhood professional as a facilitator for children is to put out experiences that they're going to make connections to in real life and that that's basically it so again paper plate turkeys throw them away no Go cold bueno. turkey get cold rid of turkey it. <laughs> yeah yeah we are talking turkey we we are grateful for you as listeners mm-hmm. we're very thankful that we have the ability to bring you some pushy dame stuff so we'll be thinking of all of you during this holiday time but we are not going to be tracing our hands and yeah. please don't ask kids to do that and don't bring the energy level up higher than you need it to be like just forget about it you know just do calming relaxing things in your classroom no sense in making everyone you know all wired and crazy because the holidays coming make it calm relaxing ah, ah. i can't wait for turkey day you and you know. know we didn't even mention football you could do an <laughs> awful lot with football right? around thanksgiving too so lots of connections there hey have fun with it yes. don't be cutting things out have an extra glass of wine the night before instead of cutting out a bunch of construction paper feathers yeah go home put your feet up put a nice you know mask on your eyes and relax don't Beautiful. get stressed out okay enjoy, enjoy. happy thanksgiving bye everybody <laughs>